Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today we're talking about branding. We're starting a series. <laughs> I really like the series thing. I like to keep it interviews and series. Um, that's, that's how I keep track of things over on my end of things. In the series, we're just going all in on marketing, advertising, branding, that kind of stuff. There are definitely more qualified people out there to talk about this stuff. That being said, I'm going to share with you guys what I got. Um, hopefully you guys can get some value out of it. And obviously it kind of goes without saying that you have to start out the marketing and advertising with branding. So figuring out what your brand is, um, what makes you different, what sets you apart from the competition so you can market based upon that. And then, you know, having like a name that people can actually remember, <coughs> excuse me, and maybe something with a name that's a little bit more sellable. Um, maybe not your name, maybe, maybe a different name, who knows? Um, so here we go, we're gonna jump into it. So the first thing I got is when naming it, uh, I would not name it after yourself, okay? I see a lot of guys doing this, uh, maybe like a first name, last name, an initials thing. It's not the end of the world, but just keep in mind if your goal is to sell this at some point that it's less likely to be as valuable if um, you've named it after yourself. That being said, I've heard of plenty of people who sell it either way. It's really the business that counts, but just that might be something to think about to make it less of a uh, hang up on you. It also implies that you are the one directly related to the business at all times. And I'm sure plenty of you guys would like to get to the point where you don't have to be on site anymore. You may might not even have to send out quotes. You just make sure that the right people are in the right place and that the money's going to the right place and you cash checks. Maybe if you want to get to that point with your business, then uh, having your name associated with it kind of like implies that you're working on it day to day, which you probably won't be. So uh, that's the first thing with naming it. I'm gonna explain my brand. So the brand of my company is Yellow Hat Mowers. The reason why I did that is because hats are super cheap. Um, <laughs> the real reason is my mom, my mom was the one who came up with the name, but the reason why it's actually really good is hats are really cheap. You don't have to get a fancy uniform. It's really easy to identify us. I, I think I looked at the other day and like 16 people searched for yellow hat mowers last month, like on Google. Uh, so that I think on, I know that some people might be like, that's not really that crazy. These people, like, it's not, it's like new clients. Like they see us driving around, they see our hats, they see our logos, they see our yard signs, they see that stuff. And they look us up to, you know, see what our reviews look like, uh, learn a little bit more about the company and you know, that the name yellow hat mowers really sticks well for that. So when it comes to naming it, that works well. Obviously, we stick by our rules. You got to wear the yellow hat. Uh, we all just kind of try and wear similar things. So I'll have the guys wear like some just plain colored pants or shorts. Maybe it's black, uh, brown, gray, dark gray, light gray. You know, I don't care as long as it's not like bright blue, hot pink, red, that kind of stuff. Lots of stripes or patterns or anything crazy on it. We try and avoid that, but it, it allows me to save money on uniforms while still looking professional. And then with uh, the shirts and stuff that the guys wear, I bought everyone just like Fruit of the Loom t-shirts from Walmart and they're just all the same color, like light gray. And it actually works out perfect because I had a bunch of light gray shirts from other things. Some of them have a little bit of print on it, but you can't even read the print in the first place. Uh, but the color just matches so you can tell that we're all together. We also make sure that we have magnets on the truck at all times. You know, if somebody drives by and they're like, wow, they're doing a good job and they can't figure out who you are, then that's not really a good thing. We also have on our trailer, we have uh, like a yard sign and it's, what is that stuff? It's like the, um, it's zip tied. So we zip tied it to the back of the trailer, our, uh, our yard sign. So I can't drive like a crazy maniac because 
the yard signs on the back with our, our, our logo and phone number and all that stuff. But it's just to get more touch points for people to see it. And if they're stuck in traffic, obviously they can just take a picture of it and, and it makes it make it super easy for them to reach out to us. Another thing is social media. We make sure that we have social media up and running. If you have not seen Yellow Hat Mowers on social media, uh, we're actually, I actually have a decent, I don't know, like 450 followers through like other lawn care things. Some of the people are local, just like producing organic content. And honestly, over the past, what has this been? I mean, one full season, you know, wrapping up our second full season, we've actually racked up a good bit of engagement. Like any post that I put out gets a bunch of likes and our content is not just every single time it's a sales pitch. It's sometimes like, a, hey, weather looks good this week. Hey, you know, this holiday's going on. And uh, just a reminder, just keep keep us fresh in their minds. But at the same time, don't frustrate them by, you know, spamming them and trying to sell them on stuff at, on every single post. And uh, just do it professionally and have a professional image with the with the social media. I've started doing it recently myself. So if you have noticed that we haven't posted in a while, that's because I have not posted in a while. I think I put one up and it was a little bit spammy. But uh, before I had someone else doing it for me, we ended up just cutting that off because it was just a little bit of an extra expense that we didn't need at the end of the month. And um, yeah, no, no hard feelings there. She did a fantastic job. Uh, and she's offered to help me with some other stuff too. So super cool there. Everything looks super prof professional on the social media side of things. So people can find us organically, or if they do look us up, obviously they can just go on our social media. They can get a good idea of what our work looks like. Um, and I think you can get a better idea of someone's, you know, their personality, what kind of people they are by looking at their social media versus just looking at their Yelp page or Google my business page where it's super straightforward business stuff, whereas this is a little bit more personal. And so, you know, showing a little bit more of a personal side of you and then being, you know, kind, but also making it more of a dialogue than a monologue, not just like, this is what our company does, here's our services. It's like, hey guys, what's going on? You know, you can be a little bit more personable with that. So social media, obviously take advantage of that. Do it on basically everything that you can get your hands on. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Nextdoor app, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Obviously, Google My Business, Yelp Pages, all that stuff just has to be like up and ready and running, which we'll talk about here. I want to say in the next episode that's coming out next Wednesday, it's part two of the series. It's a, what is it? A six-part series. Another six-part series, guys. I'm in love with these six-part series. But um, you want to have, uh, we'll talk about a little bit like what the other stuff you want to have up, like your Google My Business and your Yelp page. That just kind of goes without saying, but obviously have the social media pages up. Try not to spam people all the time. It gets it gets old. Try and make sure that with every post, you're giving people reasons why your company is different than other people um, and maybe give them a suggestion for their property. So provide value and differentiate yourself from the competitors, but also produce you know high quality stuff that it looks good, it, it looks native on that person's Instagram profile. You're not spamming them. And just produce that organically, especially this really helps when you start going into paid advertising, which we'll talk about in a later episode uh, of this six-part series. Um, it really helps then because if they go to your page, they're not like, oh, every single one of his posts is a spammy, this, that, and the other thing. And honestly, I'd recommend maybe not even doing like a spammy thing. Uh, just do normal posts on your page so that when people come from the ads that you put up, uh, they can see that you're not just there to spam them and, and you wanna provide value and they know how you differentiate yourself and they recognize that you're professional by the kinds of posts that you're putting out there. So the other things that we did 
Uh, we did yard signs. It's really good with branding because people can see it. It gets eyeballs, whether the people are on social media or not, especially with the organic content on social media, you're probably not going to reach all the people in your area. But if you have a yard sign in a major, you know, cross section where everyone has to stop and, and is looking, you know, a lot of people are going to notice your yard signs and whether or not they like really make a note of it. If, so, if someone ever asked them, um, have you seen so-and-so's company? They're going to say, yeah, I think I've seen uh, a yard sign or two around. Um, what we actually did with the yard signs is we made, we put so many of them out. I think I have 40 or 50 of them in like a really close range. It's probably a 20 by 30 block area. And we'll put all of those yard signs out there. So it looks like we're just absolutely everywhere. It's a massive, you know, massive takeover. Recently, however, I've kind of changed my opinion a little bit on yard signs. I know I was really bullish on yard signs for a long time. Um, this year, we weren't as fortunate. If I had to give you advice, it's um, it works really well if it's a one-man show. And uh, it's all in a really close area that you're trying to build out density. That's super helpful. But if you're just putting one here, one there, and you're not checking up on them regularly and not making sure they look straight and are cleaned off after you mow, it just makes you look a little bit shoddy if, if the customer takes out the yard sign at some point, puts it back in crooked or messes it up or something like that. If you're not constantly fixing them, it does give you a little bit of a bad image. And uh, I think they're really effective part about this is having them in close proximity to each other because it's just like an overwhelming effect for people that being said yard signs are pretty expensive um i think if you got a really cheap one like a small one it's like 20 bucks i wouldn't recommend getting a small one because people honestly can't read that well people's eyesight is not that good so you want a bigger one and that's generally going to be like 30 40 bucks and trust me people will break these things all the time they'll run them over uh the homeowners will stick them in the garage somewhere and lose them and never give them back to you. They'll get stolen. Code enforcement will come and take them away. Also a tip with the, the yard signs and code enforcement. They, they're going to come after you, but they're until they actually threaten to find you and they're like, if this is the last time I will find you, just keep putting them back out. Like if they get annoyed and try and talk to you, just be like, yeah, just go away. You know, that's what we did. And it worked out fine for us. Um, no fines, no nothing like that. That being said, if you do get fined, don't come and sue me because of it. <laughs> um, so another thing to keep in mind when you're you're building out your brands is I've heard this in multiple places that you need to to be seen seven times to uh, for people to know your brands, for people to like your brand, and for people to trust your brand. And obviously, it's uh, what what's it called? Um, it's like when when a lot of people. Uh, whew, what's the word for this? It's basically like when, when everyone is recognizing your business as valid, it's like a rapper. It, it builds up a little bit of uh, trust between you and the customer beforehand. And the more they see you, the more likely they are to trust you because they go, okay, well, these 40 houses in my neighborhood in this 20 block radius, trust this company to do their lawn. I've been by, it looks good. looks sharp. Always looks great. Uh, I've never heard any complaints about them, you know? And they'll start, they'll know who you are, right? Just seeing the stuff around. They'll start to like you when they see that your work that is good and they see you around a lot. Like for me, I'm a kid. So when people, well, kid is kind of relative now, but people will see me around. They'll see my younger guys around and they're like, wow, these kids are really hustling, hustling out there. Um, they like me and then they trust me because they see me so much and then neighbors say good things and then they do a Google search and you know, my Google, my business has a dozen reviews and I've got nice pictures of the properties, but also some, you know, personal stuff on my social media saying, Hey guys, it's me getting vulnerable, that kind of stuff. And, um, 
it's said that it's seven times. I've heard there's I've heard many different numbers. I've heard fourteen times. I can't remember Guerrilla Marketing, a really good book by Jay Conrad Levinson. It's on my shelf up here, um, where he talks about you know the first couple stages where it's like when people first see it they go uh, they don't notice. Then the the first three times they don't notice. Then the fourth time uh, they go who would ever buy that. And then um, like the fifth time they're like this must be a scam. And and you know it just kind of works to the point where they're like. They, where they buy and it's like a, it's a progression it's a stage there's a lot of touch points so if you don't get results right away um, from your brand putting those magnets on the side of your truck putting up the social medias uh, social media pages putting those yard signs out and you're like well m- the clients aren't just the leads aren't just flowing right in right away recognize that it's going to take a little bit of time branding and marketing are probably the two things that take the longest time in your lawn care business um, obviously paid advertising kind of happens quickly Anything that's semi-organic or that you're not literally just paying for eyeballs is gonna is gonna take a little bit of time. So you need to have a little bit of patience for that. One last thing with your brand, um, you have you have to be known for quality and not low prices. Okay, think of it this way: there is no um, and uh, I'm who said this? Uh, Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy. If you guys don't know Dan Kennedy, fantastic podcast, fantastic books, amazing marketing material. If you guys like marketing. Really, if you like making money, uh, Dan Kennedy is, is your man. Uh, he's got some fantastic stuff out there. And he talks about there's no competitive advantage of being the second cheapest in the marketplace, meaning this. If you're not the cheapest and there's someone else is cheaper, then being the second cheapest has no advantage to you because you, you can't claim to be the cheapest. And if you say the second cheapest, then those people will just go to the cheapest. Uh, but he says there is a competitive advantage to charging the most amount of money. Now, that being said, uh, back up that the extra money that you're charging people with quality, but you want to build a brand that's unique, that's different. Uh, I would highly recommend getting like if you have a local car wash, getting a membership at the local car wash, and washing your truck at least once a week. You know, um, making sure the guys have clean clothes, making sure they're not wearing you know the same shirts three you know weeks in a row without washing them. First off, it probably smells when they walk by. And, you know, we want to keep a clean image. It's all about the brand. And people are, are less likely to trust you. If you've got Joe Schmo smoking shirtless on a, on a zero turn on their lawn, they're probably not going to trust that. And they're not going to definitely not going to fork over a lot of money for that. Um, but then provide that value, right? That's the only way that we can charge prices that keep us profitable is by giving, you know, ha- giving people value. And part of the value is actually the brand is looking professional, doing a professional job, Um and then continuing to solidify their decision to go with your company by having those yard signs still out, by having that social media. Once you fill your roster, it's not time to stop posting on the social media. In fact, it's the opposite. You post more often, um, find your current clients on social media, um, follow them, they might follow you back. It's just a really good way of building a relationship with people because people people can easily fire a faceless company. It's much harder for them to fire, you know, if they have your full name, you know, it's, it's harder to fire Caleb than it is to fire yellow hat mowers. And even yellow hat mowers is like, it's a brand now. It's not just, um, bright view, or it's not just this local oh, Syracuse lawn mowing. You know, it's not a big faceless company. It's me. And I come and I do your lawn and, and, you know, we do a quality job and we've got a nice brand, a clean truck. And, uh, we're in and out a couple minutes. There's no yelling. There's no nothing. Um, so yeah, guys, just, just keep that stuff in mind while you're building a brand, 
naming it not the most important thing but i would recommend steering away from like your your you know initials or you know first or last name um you know making sure that you have some sort of uniform so that you're recognizable having magnets or stickers on your trucks having social media maybe putting yard signs out there and making sure that you're getting those touch points in and recognize that this is something that pays off in the long term so i hope you guys enjoyed this this uh episode if you did be sure to leave us a five-star review if you could do one one thing for me, go uh, subscribe to our free newsletter at themotivated.com. You can subscribe there. And uh, every week I give like legitimate business advice kind of like this. Um, and if you guys like the entertainment aspect of stuff, there's links down below to my YouTube channel, my Instagram, my Facebook, maybe even my LinkedIn if you want to connect on there and message me on there. So I, I appreciate you guys listening and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace out, Girl Scouts.